the college experience, Tennessee volunteers, 2020 season preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. right now. You're listening to our 2020 college football preview series, where we break down every single division one college football team. When betting on college football, make sure you go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP for a deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app You'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience, Tennessee volunteer edition. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And my co-host he's in the, in the place to be. Give it up for former, former James Madison defensive back. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, my dog is howling a lot. And what what a perfect episode! I mean, I know my dog howls along a lot when we bring him here he in knows, the studio. He anticipates. He he hears the the windup. He starts getting his howl ready as you're finishing your little but segment. But I, I think he always tries a little more when it fits the Washington Huskies or perhaps the Tennessee Volunteers who have Smokey the dog. That's true. Gotta love. Got, I'm very pro dog. You know me, man. You I are. got no sympathy. You treat a dog wrong. I got issues with you. You got issues with Vic for life. I do. I think most. People, I will forgive. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know that you're allowed in my house. Understandable. You know what I mean? Because I got like, mixed feelings on the issue. You know, I'll give anyone the look. Everyone makes mistakes. I'm more inclined. I think Vic's a good dude at the end of the day. I mean, look, I had Jim Mora Jr. on the show. Yeah, he talked great about uh, his experience with Michael Vick. Yeah, he said, "Dude, you know, everyone makes mistakes, and a lot of it wasn't even him being there. It was just a thing that was happening at the we time." We had Bud too. Foster on the program. Like, legendary. We had people from our yeah. hometown that we both know that were like big in the dog fighting ring, and it's like I still love them. You know, it was just like. 
for whatever reason, ah, this I mean, little look, ghetto thing that was happening at the time. But it, it's still, how do you treat a dog? Terrible. Dogs yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I bet this is not what you expected to hear when you tune into the <laughs> Tennessee Volunteer Podcast. We're supposed to be talking about Heath Schuler and Peyton Manning well, and I'll Carl what, Pickens what and all those great Smokey the dog would have bit Michael Vick in the ass, and that that wouldn't have gone down, dude. Smokey the dog, one of the better mask. I, you got Georgia Bulldogs too. I forget what the guy's name is. The dog. Uga. Yeah, Uga. Yeah. Man, they just you can't you can't have enough dogs. In you college gotta love college the football SEC. is the best. It is just the fact you have all this stuff going. These mascots, that big ass buffalo that comes out in Colorado games, <laughs> just great. Can't wait. Remember when the remember when it, it, George's bulldog like bit the Auburn or tried to bite the Auburn the Auburn guy? That yeah, was great. That was amazing. We need more of that in football. <laughs> I want to see a guy tackled out of bounds at an LSU game where a tiger almost rips, almost almost grabs him. You know I believe I, mean? I was in the uh, All Star. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Get the fucking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, didn't they like? Didn't the didn't LSU like have to like? Abandon the tiger on campus. I think they had him in like a little mini zoo. Over ah, they there. should. I mean, I don't know. Look, I don't want to get political. You should have a right? tiger on campus. <laughs> there should always be a tiger on campus. I, I, if you're the tigers, like we tigers. Yeah. Well, you don't want to say that on a Tennessee podcast. Well, I think right? everyone this is knows dedicated that. to, we do love coach. O. look, Smokey's a badass dude. I like Smokey. We're looking lot, at man. pictures of this dog right now. He's my he's, dog might have some, some part Smokey in a man. That's a handsome dog yeah. right there. So, okay, go back to last year. I think I, I think I misfired. Look, if you if you're new to the program, you don't know the college experience. Uh, for years on years, we've uh, handicapped every single college football game and college basketball, and uh, we do win totals beginning of the year. We'll we'll do every single team. Now we'll make a list of our top ten. I'm, I'm pretty sure I never had Tennessee on my top ten, but. Uh, we, we had to project, we had to project last year if we thought they'd hit the win total or uh, not. And I we, think I was uh, on the under, we ate shit. Yeah. Buddy. We didn't lock and I, it. We were looking good after Georgia state and BYU beat them. Yeah. And the, the over under was seven. They hit eight. You know, it's not like they crushed it, but they got off to a rough start. One and four. We were, Pruitt we were really saved his, his job because they were calling for him earlier. I mean, I remember Feinbaum was a Tennessee graduate was like, a while after the Georgia state and BYU games. Yeah. And then the way they got, they got beat by Florida and Georgia. Um, they, he saved it. Uh, you could, you could make a lot of, I've seen, you know, me being a, a, a member of uh, a lot of college football forums and sec forums and stuff. I've seen people say, well, the first thing that, that, that they always point out is that Pruitt doesn't have a winning. Apparently he's never beaten a sec coach who had a winning record at the time. <laughs> I mean, Apparently, yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't fact checked that either. Which is but saying something because the SEC has yeah. got a lot of coaches that have winning records. Yeah. Well, typically. And, the, and well, and then also like I, I've heard the excuses of like, well, they got Missouri after that. They, the writing was on the wall. They're firing the coach. They got, uh, you know, uh, Kentucky without Terry Wilson and Lynn Bowden got thrown in there. Their third at Sawyer Smith and Terry Wilson were gone. I don't know. There's a lot of fucking excuses, but, um, fact is he got eight and four. Now I will say this to defend those people in those forums that hate on Tennessee. Oh, I think he got uh nine, seven and five, seven, seven and five. five. And then the, he, they shouldn't have won the bowl game. Oh, you know what? We pushed on that. Oh, okay. There you go. You know, I don't, yeah, I, again, bowl games don't count on the win total, dude. Sorry. You guys, you marked it gray. I'm looking at it wrong. I thought I see. Well, eight. I, I probably wasn't sober when I, <laughs> when I marked this. 
Um, but they should have, I mean, they got very fortunate to win that bowl game. Yeah. They had to recover an onside kick. I think they might've kicked two onside kicks. I think there might've been a penalty. I, I don't remember, but I remember watching that game thinking they're lucky as hell to win that game. Uh, but I feel a little better now, dude. They're killing it right now on the recruiting front. So I mean, if you're they've a been ball killing fan it for a long time now, but you're really killing it this year. And, and if it, if it holds up, I know we bat we're battling COVID, but if you're a Vol fan, you gotta be excited. Shout out to my guy Alan Cooley, who is a Vol fan, who uh, I know is excited. Let me tell you what, it won't hold up because their average rating right now on twenty four seven Sports is eighty nine point nine, so practically a ninety. Um, I'm going to go back to last year and give you an idea of where that would have placed them at the end of the re- recruiting cycle. Uh, 2020, an average score of 89.9 puts you somewhere in the nine to 10 range, right? About number nine, um, even actually a couple So teams. where they were kind of at. Yeah. And so the last five years they finished starting in 2016, moving forward, number 14, 17, 21, 13, 10. So that 13, 10 over the last two years is likely where they'll finish again this year. If they keep the pace. And the fact that they have what, how many recruits? I I, I believe most of their recruiting classes filled uh filled up at this point. I can't imagine them tacking a whole lot more on. And this is where, you know, me and you differ. We've had a long twenty three commits. Their 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 recruiting class is pretty much full at this point. Uh we we've over the years, if you haven't listened to the college experience, me and Patty C differ a lot. I think like really there's like one, two, and three matter. I don't think there's much of a difference between like six and 10 or 10 and 25. Well, what happens? I truly is, don't. I think they misrepresent a lot of talent. There's a lot of favoritism towards the teams that's and the conferences. True. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. But what I, what I will uh, counter with is that the teams that are in that one through five range typically stay in that one through five range. A team like Miami might be number nine one year and then 25 the next year and like 12 and then back to like 21, you know, and so aside from the Alabamas, the Georgia, the LSUs, the Ohio States and Clemson, basically those five, maybe USC in that uh, group, there are an Oregon's creeping back up in there. Cause of that Nike stuff, like everyone else is like, you're right in that same range from one year to the next. They're probably, and I mean, you got Florida who's in the bottom half of the top 10 typically, yeah. you know, and that's Florida where state should be Florida. State's a fucking, yeah. it doesn't even make but sense. This is a Tennessee podcast. We don't want to talk good about Florida. <laughs> right. All right. Let's try, we'll try our best. Fuck not to. the Gators. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Although Tennessee, I have a bone to pick with you guys and how you did my guy. Yeah. We'll, my we'll, guy, Mike one leads. We'll get dirty. to the bones. Uh, we got a pick. We got a few of them with you guys, but you're right. Uh, and I think where you're going with this is that, you believe that recruiting rankings tend to be overrated. And if you're like, in my opinion, way more so in football than basketball. Yeah. You might be right. I mean, when you consider that uh, each of the last five years, uh, Tennessee has finished in the top five uh, or in the top 25 of recruiting rankings. And they've only finished in the top 25 of actual uh, football being played twice since 2008. So in the past 12 years, uh, yeah, they're not performing up to their recruiting rankings. They're probably getting a bump from being in the sec. Obviously being in the sec knocks, knocks them down because there are better teams, but 
this team should win more based on the talent they supposedly have. And I know they've been searching and searching for coaches. I think Pruitt might be the right man. Well, they've been going yeah. after recruiters. They haven't been going out. And Butch Jones was not an X and O. Well, guy. You see this all the time in college basketball too. Like, uh, or I mean, uh, in college football, like you go after the recruiter. Sometimes that burns you. Yeah. You know, you, we're going to see though. I think Pruitt may have a little, wasn't Ron Prince when, when Snyder left K state the first time they're like, Oh, Prince is a great recruiter. Yeah. How did that work out for them? Right. They had to call Snyder back and yeah. say, Hey, fix Please this. Come thing. back. Yeah. Now they get climbing from, from North Dakota state and things are working out. There you go. Well, I think Pruitt actually is trending in the right direction. I think he's, he's not only got the ability to recruit, but he can also instill some discipline, develop some talent. I, I, and win I, some I tough have games. nothing against the guy. I, you know, I look, I'm going to be honest with you, Val fans, Mike Leach, friend of the program, been on the show several times, kind of got done dirty a little bit from what I understand, but I mean, Hey, but sa- same with uh, what Shiano got got yeah, burned too. Guys, pretty much. Uh, I have no connection to Shiano, but I, I, I was a fan of what he did reputation. at Rutgers the yeah. first time. Yeah, yeah. Shiano seems like a, an yeah. asshole, but like a uh, he's like a Woody Hayes type. The yeah. athletic director from K State. I can't remember the guy's name. Who came over got fired. I, like in my opinion, I was like, man. And I like Fulmer. Fulmer coming back. I think Fulmer's a decent guy. I thought. I, th- I, I to be honest with you, I thought it's almost like the Frank Solich thing at Nebraska. Fulmer should have never got the ax. He won nine games. I mean, even Fulmer's worse. Cause he won them a national friggin' championship. Like, well, I mean, so got him to a national championship. Yeah. Which yeah. Yeah. Obviously. But I mean, uh, getting to a national championship in Nebraska is one thing, but yeah, I get winning you. a national championship you. in Tennessee. It's like that. Well, that's well, he's the AD now. So he's, he's fixing this mess. They hadn't likely. won a national championship in Tennessee since nailing himself in 1951. So, uh, that's only their second ever. I believe it's tough to do him dirty there. Yeah. Um, okay. But you look at this roster, I'm glad to know, to know that I pushed on, on the over under, um, because I thought I lost that. So I'll take that all day. There you go. Uh, Guantanamo's back. <laughs> Guantanamo. <laughs> He might be well be Guantanamo. He might be, uh, yeah, because he, he throws the fucking ball to Guantanamo Bay. Right? Uh, That's what we're calling. <laughs> you can tell we're having a few cocktails. Uh, how do you say this name? <laughs> Guantanamo. Guantanamo, you got it. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, I actually was impressed at times with it by this guy. All right. We, we don't waterboard this guy yet. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Hello. Uh, because, I mean, yes, there was times where I thought, man, that Georgia game or that Florida game, he looked really bad. But overall, the guy's got some talent. I think he was thinking about transferring at one point, too, when he got benched. Um, 16 to 8 touchdown uh, interception ratio. But, dude, showing Moxie by sticking it out, man. Everyone can transfer. You know, nowadays, culture, it's like, hey, ah. Uh, Coach bench me. Let me transfer. Yeah, I, I, I dig it. I, I think, you know what? He might succeed this year coming back for the senior season. I dig it, man. And, uh, and okay. They lost, they lose three of the top four receivers. That's the biggest issue. All right. They're getting a USC transfer in uh Jones. Now I don't really think that's as big as a problem as what I've seen from publications. I think if you're, if having, lost a lot of the receivers is your, is your problem. Yeah. That's one of the best problems to have. Yeah. I mean, offensively, you got an O line coming back. Speedy little fucks in there. Yeah. You get your O line coming back. Most of your O line, at least. And your quarterback. 
couple good running backs. That's the backs. most important thing. Yeah. Obviously, you will running back and wide receivers after that. Running backs are looking all right. Yeah, obviously, wide receiver, you're going to fix that. You got to find, you got to find, you got to find your, 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 your guys. I mean, Guarantano has played, I don't have the starting stats in front of me, but uh, 21, 13, 34 games. So you, there's not a whole lot more experience you can get. Man, dude. And he's my problem with him as much as I, 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 I dig the fact, but he's two, two coaches yeah. to be fair. And, uh, I dig the fact though, that he's, he's sticking it out. So I'm rooting for him this year. Yeah. But pretty inconsistent. 61 <laughs> passing dude, percentage for his career. And like I, last year there was games where I thought, Hey, he's not bad. And then there's games where I was like, he's fucking really bad. Yeah. You know? So it's like, well, he's athletic. You know, but the, like they said, uh, what is it? Harrison Bailey, they got coming up. Yeah. Um, is the future of well, the that's program. That's the problem is that, that like, even though he might six, I, I think you should just give it to him. Give him the keys. I mean, g- give it the keys to the best guy. You but, got a three year starter at quarterback. Yeah. And you're going to give the keys to someone else. No, I'm saying, you oh, go, you, yeah. Guantanamo. Yeah. Yeah. Give him the keys. And, yeah. Give it to Guantanamo Bay. Get, that's right. Let him ball. Let him ball. And, uh, I mean, the offensive line should be one of the better. I think they got, I got what Morris at tackle. How do you say that? Wanya? I think so. Yeah. Wanya Morris, Trey Smith at guard. I mean, the O O line, there's a lot of, you know, reason to think that this team could be something. They got a good, good, uh, wide receiver in Palmer. So this is the rest. They got to figure out a couple of potential pros there. I mean, when, when you're recruiting in the, 10 to 15 range every single year. You better have some pros on your roster. And so. now, the, now when you look at the defense, obviously they got hit with linebacker issues, but they they got this kid out of California, two, two Henry, two, two. How am I? How tow two Oh two. Oh, I don't know how to say it. Um, kids, a stud had a great freshman year. I don't know how he got it. Got out of California. Cal- probably got a bag of cash. Um, <laughs> And then your secondary is probably see, but that's something once again, just like the wide receiver, yeah. as much as it's good to have everything, but wide receivers yeah, coming back on offense, it's bad to have your best position being sure your secondary. Yeah. yeah. You want your front seven stout. I mean, obviously you want to have your secondary good, but your, your front seven, it's good to have something yeah. good. <laughs> uh, Theo Jackson at safety, Sean uh, Schamberger. And then you have uh, Bryce Thompson at corner. This team looks good from the secondary point of view. Defensive line is what you want to circle. Perhaps linebacker as well with the youth. The D line to me stands out as something that I would circle. D line and wide receivers, and and potentially no, nah, just D line and wide receivers. I would say you got a good kicker too in uh in uh whatever you pronounce that guy's name is. Um, <laughs> but I like this team. From a from a personnel standpoint, you see a lot of room for well, options. Sure, they're talented. Yeah. They're they're decently well constructed, but uh, it, it's going to come down to obviously Georgia, Florida, the SEC East competition. I don't know that I see this team as having a realistic chance to compete for the division this year, but steady improvement, you know, is probably what they're well, looking for. Hold it right there because we're about to go game by game on the volunteer schedule. Uh, predicting what we think will happen, and then we'll we'll pick the biggest game of the season, the most important game that we think will happen for the Vols and Smokey the Dog. Uh, right after a word from our sponsors on this 
awesome edition of Tennessee Volunteers College Experience. And now a word from our sponsors. College Experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Who was desperate enough to get in on some wagers on the Marbula One Marble Races? I know I was. We've been without sports so long that I certainly was. But this week we're in for a treat when three of the four major sports are back in action. That's MLB, NBA, and NHL. They've all resumed play, and with no fans in the stands, you better believe we're taking advantage of some of these early game lines over at my bookie. Plus, my bookie just brought back the deposit match bonus. You can grab yourself some extra cash to build up that bankroll of yours. And the best part is when you roll with my bookie, it's simple. You bet you win, they pay. There's a reason why I tell people to visit my bookie. That's because it's the only online sports book that asks the question for you and your friends actually want to put money on. Like is Giannis and the bucks a lock to make the finals in the East? Who's going to average more points, LeBron or Kawhi? Look, it's all great. Cause you're debating your buds, but when you can actually throw cash on it, as opposed to just arguing for, 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 for the hell of it, you do this and my bookie will have this bet for you. But truth be told, I'll bet on anything. That's why I'm pumped. The MLB and NHL are back in action Two lines, prop bets, futures. My bookie's got them all. Trust me. This is the only place you want to be putting money down on this season over at my bookie join today. And my bookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand dollars. Just enter the promo code SGP when signing up. Remember at my bookie, the terms are simple. You bet you win. They pay over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. The hits literally keep coming from one MMA event to the next. They grow in excitement and in anticipation. And UFC 252 is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. I mean, who's not going to take advantage of that, right? And it's really easy. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is an easy, easy play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap and pile up points for advances, takedowns and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to complete a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. Come on. It's a no brainer. But if MMA isn't for you, don't worry. Don't you worry because DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all the sports that have returned to action. Plus, plus. New this year, DraftKings just launched best ball contest for football. If you aren't familiar with best ball, simply head to the app now and check it out. And uh, yeah, download the app DraftKings now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only. At DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to take advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action, then you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. 
Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you a best bet recommendation for every single game and gives you the reason behind why you should place that bet. Look, I'm over on their website right now. I'm looking at this. Um, I got, I got, uh, I'm looking at the Clippers and the Nuggets. Nuggets are five point dogs, right? Nuggets are five point dogs. It's telling you we have the Denver Nuggets at plus three points, which is a minus two point difference from the current line. You should take the underdog according to BetQL. Gotta love this. And they give you a whole chart of why you should do this. This thing is fantastic. Make sure you go over to betql.co. Um, BetQL has sharp data for NBA, M- MLB, NHL. So if you want an inside edge or inside angle, on who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. And if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. So head over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL. You can also head to BetQL.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription over at BetQL. Check them out. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head is offering live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Can't beat that. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that is aceperhead.com backslash SGP. And we're back on the college experience talking Tennessee volunteer football. Shout out to all the greats, the Tennessee greats, Robert Nealon, Peyton Manning, T Martin, T Martin was great, man. I remember that Tennessee Syracuse game up in the carrier dome the year they won the national championship. What a wild game. I think it was 33, 31 against Martin against McNabb. And I think mm. Tennessee kicker nailed like a fucking long field goal to, to win that game. That was a great football game. Yeah. And you know me, I hate dome football it should never happen in the country. All right. But I even Agreed. loved that game. Um, let's get to it. Let's Jamal get to Lewis. Look. We're doing it right. Eric Berry, James Stewart, a running back. I mean, Come just on. Leonard little. Um, I mean, yeah, we, you know what? We're doing it classic Tennessee style. If you're wondering why we sound, you know, we're drinking some booze, <laughs> <laughs> but so... we, we do love college football as much as pretty much anyone in the country, if not more. And uh, we're breaking down every single game on this schedule where every single team, all 130 teams, Starting off with I, my, I, I even feel like we've been into the uh Jack Daniels, right? Yeah, we are. This is Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah. Boom. That explains it, folks. All uh, right, let's get into the schedule. Yeah. Saturday, September 5th, assuming these games happen, there's once again SEC plays only eight conference games, them in the ACC. The rest are at nine, so there is four. I it, everything I read says these games actually might happen, as opposed to other conferences where it's not looking good. Uh, but I'll tell you this, if you lost to Georgia state last year and Dan Ellington and, and, and what the uh, Panthers were doing in, in Atlanta when they came into Knoxville, 
be ready for the 49ers. I know they're still probably a year or two away, hmm. but I love Will Healy. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great coach. As you saw, he did one of the greatest coaching jobs, I think, in, in turning around Austin P's program. And then year one at Charlotte, they had never made a bowl. Took him to a bowl. Took him had a winning season for their first time ever. He landed a four-star recruit offensive lineman in this offseason. Now, once again, I still think they're they're a few years. That's away. incredible for Charlotte. Let me quickly go over the uh, team rankings from last year. Tennessee, number one hundred overall, eighty-nine rushing, seventy-fifth uh, in passing, defense twenty-third overall. Much better defense than offense last year. They had the forty-seventh uh, rushing defense, but they still gave up thirty-eight to and Georgia, the 16th Georgia State passing defense. Yeah. They're a good defense. I know that's just one game, but I'm saying like that can't be. Yeah, it can't. It can't be a good sign, uh, especially with Oklahoma on deck. Assuming that still happens. Um, I'll say this though, it, it, you know, and, and they lost to Georgia State 38-30. They lost to BYU in overtime in a wild one where they kind of were the better team. Um, it's it's just interesting to see, and I think they struggled. See against UTEP. Now this game, I I remember watching this game two years ago. Pruitt's first year. It's early on. I think it was Pruitt's first year, right? Yeah. They beat UTEP, who was one of the worst teams in all of college football, twenty-four nothing. But that was like a ten nothing game for a long time. Yeah. Long enough that I, I, it made me wonder about like, whoa, what, what, what do we got going on? They beat Charlotte that year under their old coach Lambert, fourteen to three. For some reason, and I'll even go to the Jones era, they have a hard time with these little. I remember them pulling struck, away from the mid majors. Yeah, UMass. They beat UMass seventeen to thirteen. Yeah, it's inexcusable. Well, that's what makes me think that you better watch. And then that the App State game where App State took them to overtime. App State should have won that game. Yeah. App State was the better team. Man, if 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 Pruitt gets caught. Flat-footed in game one against. I'm Charlotte. just saying, watch out. The, the, between Charlotte and another one on the schedules, we'll get to. Look, Tennessee should roll. They should beat Charlotte, thirty-five seventeen at best. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Or at worst, I should say. Healy's a great coach. I think. I think he's going to be coaching. At, he's going to be making a lot of money soon. Yeah. I think in five years he's going to be at a major program. So watch out for Wheel Healy and the 49ers. If, if, go if Georgia sleep. State bit you last year, yeah, Charlotte can bite you. Don't look ahead to Oklahoma. Uh, obviously, I'm going to take Tennessee to beat Charlotte. You yeah. are too. Okay, yes. week two at Oklahoma. I'm taking Oklahoma. Of course. I think Tennessee could give them a better game than most think. Well, Rat- Rattler being a uh, true uh, or a redshirt uh, freshman, yeah. and then Guant- Guantano getting his fourth year here. Uh, experience is a factor, folks. I'm going to watch the line on this. I might take Tennessee in the points, but. Uh, I got Oklahoma winning the game. I think the offense might be a little too much. I mean, I will say for Pruitt five and seven to eight and five, a three year improvement in his second year on the job. Sure. You got to sure. like the trajectory. So who are you taking? I'm taking uh, Oklahoma, but I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a decent game. Uh, week three home to Furman who actually isn't there that Furman that played Bama tough a couple years ago. It was 10, 10 at halftime. <laughs> one of those, uh, I feel like it was like Georgia state or something. One of those, it might have been. Uh, I think it was the Citadel. Citadel, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Paladins. They destroy Furman fifty-eight to three. They're up two, or they're two and one. Yes. Now, now come. Now we talk business. Now, now we talk business. It's probably the game of the year. Home against the Florida Gators. Who are you taking? 
I mean, look, I think we're all drinking the Kool-Aid on Florida a little heavy last year. You've already picked this game on the Florida podcast because we're going alphabetically. I have. Have you changed your mind in the couple weeks that's gone by? I have not, but I could easily, I think this game's going to be a three to five point game. What was the it last year? The fact that it's in Knoxville, uh, you know, I think that Florida's getting a lot of hype. I think they're overrated. I think Tennessee. I do too. I think they're a bit overrated too. Is but improving. Um, dude, but last time they were in Knoxville, they went 47 to 21. Different time. That was uh, Pruitt's no, that, first. That was also the first year for. Uh, for Mullen. Yeah. Well, Mullen was taking over a more talented roster. A team that won four games the year before. Mm. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing too, is Mullen's system you would think would be a little more plug and play. Uh, an offensive coach is going to be able to instill his off or install his offense right away. And you know, the dividends should pay off right away. Whereas a guy like Pruitt recruiting and a defensive uh, and discipline type guy, those projects take a little longer. Um, the fact this is in Knoxville. Yeah. I'm going Florida 31 Tennessee 27. Yeah. It's going to be a damn good game. I'm rooting for you, Tennessee, though. There you go. The following week, they're home against the Missouri Tigers and their newly hired coach, Eli Drinkwitz, which he comes over from App State and prior to that, NC State and Boise State. He's done a very good job. That said, I'm taking Tennessee's Tennessee. ahead of them. So that puts him at what? Three and two? E, three and two, correct. And at South Carolina, we just recorded the South Carolina pod, and I took South Carolina to win that game in a field goal battle. Mm-hmm. I got this one. Uh, 24, 21 Carolina. I don't know what that was a 50, 50 game. That is a uh, yeah. major 50, 50 game. You have to figure. I mean, must champs coaching for his job. Tennessee was eight and five last year. South Carolina four and eight. That should favor South or should favor I mean, Tennessee. Tennessee uh, yeah. But it's in South Carolina this Carolina year. Carolina beat Georgia. They, they really, they're better than four and eight. They're better than four and eight. Man. Yeah. I think Washington, they're going to bite yeah. Tennessee here. So you got you got Carolina winning that as well, right? Yeah, three and three. Okay, they get a bye week, then they're home to Bama, and they're going to need that bye week. Any chance they knock off the Crimson Tide? Boy, will I be rooting for Smokey the Dog. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be great. Who taking? Third Saturday in October. Um, actually, this one is the fourth Saturday in October. Um, of course, you got to take the Tide, but... Yeah, damn it. I mean, they, they've... Uh, what was it? Didn't they? Uh, no, Alabama blocked the field goal against them. Who's that big fat dude that blocked the field goal? That uh, this was in in isn't this in Tuscaloosa? That, no, that was in. Uh, oh, it might have been Tuscaloosa. Yeah, good point. Um, either way, Tal- Alabama's far far more talented team, far better coach team. So, so three and four at Arkansas. That's a win. That is a win. I think Arkansas might struggle bringing in the. Uh, fin- well, I don't know. Bring- uh, he- Chad Morris, I guess, had him going finesse. And then uh, with Kendall Bryles coming in following week, man, the Vol fans are going to hate me. You think uh, Kentucky's going to get this done? I think Kentucky's the better roster right now. Yeah. And oh, as is, long as that quarterback stays healthy, Stoops is doing a damn good job, yeah. too. This was a ball game last year. This yeah. is going to be a ball game this year. Tennessee could win this game still. They could. And you know what? I'm going to give them the win because. Of their eight and five finish last year. I mean, Kentucky was pretty good last year too, considering they lost three quarterbacks. That's true. But Rocky top ain't no cakewalk. Where did Kentucky go? Why can't I click on this? What's going on here? Kentucky last year. uh, 
I'm getting the same thing. Maybe they're doing a little. Uh, they were eight and five as well, man. I'm taking. I'm taking the Wildcats. You're foolish. It's in Knoxville. I'm sorry. They can not going to win every game in Knoxville. All right, at Georgia, that's a loss. Maybe they play them closer. I think Georgia's going to take a tiny bit of a step back this year. I'm still taking Georgia. Yes. Here's the one you better watch out for. Here's the one because there's a history of beating SEC teams with the Troy Trojans. They've done it to Missouri. They've done it to LSU. Do they do it to the Vols? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's a uh, pretty pretty safe win for. They almost did it to Clemson the year that Clemson won the national championship. They were like up in the fourth quarter in that game. They are. The I'm taking Tennessee too, but tread lightly. I'll say this: yes. if you're losing the Georgia State. If you're playing close games with UMass, watch out for Troy because Troy is a dog that will bite. That's true. And they've proven it. I'll beat, I'll have them beat Troy and I'll have them beat Vandy. Yeah. Close out the season. So what do you got them at? Vandy's going to bite someone. I feel like I have Vandy going 0 12, but Vandy's going <laughs> to bite somebody. Um, I got them at what? One, two, three. One of the few teams we four. have playing all 12 games. But I got about six and six. Best I, case scenario, eight and four. I think I have them at seven and five. Best case scenario, eight and four. I'll say this though, worst case scenario is one of these one of those mid majors bites you. Mm, I think Pruitt's gotten past that point. I think Tennessee is moving to the point of a, a true top fifteen quality team, top twenty at the very least. I've heard that for fucking twenty years. I feel like well, eight and five, and then. Three straight top 15 recruiting classes. I want to see, you know what? Here's my challenge to prove it. Please beat Florida. There you go. Please beat Florida or Alabama. Imagine Tennessee. I don't even care about the Georgia game. Representing the SEC East in the uh, championship game. That would be nice. I think think Stoops has the, I think Kentucky is ahead of Tennessee right now though. Sure. But it's in Knoxville. It's true. But I think that's, 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 that might be the game. Cause I was about to ask you, what's the biggest game of the year? Yeah. And I know you said the Florida, Florida. Yeah, I think Florida's ahead of them though. Florida is definitely, a, that's, that's more of like a uh, measuring stick game. Whereas Kentucky is the 50, 50 game. I think yeah. that's the one that might make or break their season. You're right. I think you're right. I think Kentucky is the game of the year. You heard it first C- circle Saturday, November 7th against Kentucky, which we think is the whiskey battle. Who's got the better whiskey. <laughs> All right. I think most people would go Kentucky, but I mean, hey, hey that depends on my Tennessee mood. fans are going to hate me after this podcast. You know what? Kentucky is good. If you're trying to get uh shit house, I think Tennessee's good. If you're trying to have a good time, you know? Yeah, both are great. I've, I've gotten hammered in Nashville, Murfreesboro, Memphis. We can shit everywhere. It's all great. <laughs> it's all great. Tennessee. All right. This is the college experience guys. We're previewing all 130 teams. We'd appreciate it. If you could share to uh whatever I don't know if you're in a Tennessee forum, if you got a friend, a, f- a friend that went to Tennessee with you, text him it, throw, it, throw it up on Reddit. I don't care. You can go old school. Send you, it everywhere. Facebook, you, Instagram, Twitter. I don't even care. You could go old school, grab an old Coca-Cola bottle, write this thing down on paper, put it in the Coca-Cola bottle, go throw it down the damn Tennessee river. <laughs> all right. And hope it, hope it hits a friend. All right. Look, I don't endorse, uh, you know, polluting the planet, but Hey, let's be honest. We're all fucked anyway. Right? Uh, uh, so 
You guys are fucking moonshiners. You get the throwing the, the bottles down the stream to each other. So the point is, tell someone one of the best things you can do for us, honestly, from, from the what little goodness is left in my heart is get over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Yes, give us a five-star review because, look, the sponsors read the comments. Then they say, hey, here's money to talk about random college football games and teams and talk all. Talk about Tennessee football while you're yeah. drunk on Tennessee whiskey. Exactly. That's, that's what a everyone wants thing. to listen hear. To, uh, we, or I'm about to listen to Johnny Cash right after this. All right. And my, my guy, Chris Christofferson. By the way, check out our Jerry Glanville interview. He has a great Chris Christofferson story. Um, but yeah, so, the, so that's what we're looking at here. This is the college experience. Please, if you can share rate review, subscribe, all that stuff. We are on every platform. You can listen to a podcast on that we know of. Um, and you can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can really shit on him there about all of his, his project projections. You can really come at me because I know the Tennessee fans are going to think I'm ridiculous for taking Kentucky over Tennessee. So find me on Twitter at the Colby D remind me what a gigantic piece of absolute shit that I am. And I'd appreciate it. And you can find the sports gambling podcast and the network on Twitter at the SGP network. Uh, Patty C any last words about the Vols and you know, I'm just going to say this, but you got the checkered end zones. I like the checkered end zone. I think, I think it's cool. You got that hundred thousand seat stadium. You got those top 15 recruiting classes pouring in, right? Yeah. You got Peyton Manning's forehead, right? Peyton Manning's forehead. Biggest, the entire state itself. Time to get it done on the field. Tennessee. We're waiting. Show us something. Beat Florida. Come on Vols. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.